Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Sober Culture. This podcast is designed to help you change your relationship to booze, whether you're trying to go completely sober, whether you're just sober curious, or if you're unsure what your goals with alcohol are. I'm Logan, your host, and in today's episode, I wanted to talk about the fact that sobriety is not all sunshine and rainbows. And I wanted to make this episode because I feel like it's so easy to see everyone's sober highlight reel, especially on social media, and you might get discouraged if this isn't what you experience, especially if you're newly sober. So I wanted to normalize the more difficult sides of sobriety so that you feel less alone in your experience if this is something that you're going through. I definitely have a lot of personal experience with some of the more negative sides of sobriety, so I wanted to go over those in this episode to help you feel less alone if you're struggling. And if you're on a pink cloud with sobriety, then great. You can ignore this episode, just disregard it. This is more so for those of you that might find that you're struggling with some of the more difficult sides of getting distance away from booze. And I want to preface this episode by saying that sobriety has absolutely up-leveled my life. And I'm not making this episode to discourage you by any means of getting sober or getting distance away from booze. I really just want to get realistic about some of the things that you might expect to experience and some of the things that come along with really changing your lifestyle in such a big way. I would not trade my sobriety for anything because it really has ultimately made my life better, but that doesn't mean that there haven't been some more difficult things that I've experienced. So I want to go over some of what those things are and give you some tips on how to deal with them if you're experiencing them as well. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Okay, the first thing that I want to talk about that you might be experiencing, especially in early sobriety, is discomfort and awkwardness. I feel like this is pretty much unavoidable. So if you're experiencing this, you are not alone. And I will say it gets better with time. But I want to reframe the way that we think about discomfort in sobriety by looking at what happens when we get the urge to drink. So whenever the urge to drink comes on, maybe you're in a social situation, maybe everyone just ordered drinks, maybe someone's offering you a drink and the urge to give in to the craving comes up. You have the urge to reach for something alcoholic. So we can do one of two things with this. We can give in to the urge and try to mitigate that discomfort by using alcohol and maybe feel a little less awkward by using booze, or we can sit with the discomfort and let the urge pass. Whenever we give in to the urge to drink, we might momentarily be giving up or getting rid of that discomfort by using alcohol, but really what's happening is we're just choosing to experience discomfort later on. We're kind of procrastinating discomfort because if you've ever experienced a hangover, like that's pretty uncomfortable, right? And that discomfort, at least for me, lasts way longer than the discomfort that comes whenever I don't give in to the urge to drink. Because the worst thing that can happen whenever the urge to drink comes up and you don't give in to it is you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. But 
that discomfort will pass and it doesn't last the whole three hours of whatever social situation you're in. In fact, for me, it usually only lasted a few minutes. And if I could push through that, I could avoid the days and days of feeling uncomfortable because of the hangover and the results of drinking probably more than I intended to, because that's usually how it went for me. So I think that reframing discomfort this way and reminding yourself that the discomfort you experience whenever you don't give in to urge the urge to drink will pass can really help you to get through those few minutes of awkwardness or uncomfortableness that you're going to experience in the beginning of maybe a social situation or a situation where you're used to using alcohol. The discomfort that you feel in that moment is nothing compared to the discomfort that you're going to feel whenever you're hungover. So looking at it this way, you're either going to experience discomfort now or you're going to experience it later. Which one would you prefer? I personally much prefer feeling a little bit of discomfort now, knowing that I don't have to experience days of a lot of discomfort as a result of giving in to the urge to drink. And another thing to remember whenever it comes to awkwardness, especially in early sobriety, is this will get better with practice. The more that you show yourself that you're able to socialize and be fun and engage with people without alcohol, the less awkward you are going to feel over time. Every time that you practice socializing without booze or situations that you would normally be drinking, doing it without alcohol, you are going to get better and more confident in these situations. And they are not going to feel nearly as awkward as they do in the beginning. And I feel like, too, that the first 15 minutes of anything is awkward, whether you're drinking or not. Like, it's just a little different and awkward whenever you're in a new environment or a new situation and you're just kind of warming up to the people around you or the environment that you you're in. Don't expect, I think that it's easy whenever we are drinking to have that quick turnoff and that quick fix for anything uncomfortable or a little awkward, right? Because it makes us not care. So I think having realistic expectations is important here. You might not have that immediate relief that comes with, you know, ordering a cocktail or taking a shot of tequila or whatever. But if you sit with that and just allow yourself to be present and really focus on the things around you and the people you're engaging with. After about 15 minutes, a lot of that awkwardness and discomfort is probably going to subside. You just have to give it a chance and be okay with sitting and being a little bit uncomfortable maybe for the first 10 to 15 minutes of something. So the first thing that I think can be really difficult for people to deal with in early sobriety is the awkwardness and the discomfort. But if you start looking at it in the way that I just explained, it can really help you to push through those first few moments. Okay, the second thing that can be really difficult for a lot of people in sobriety is the irritability and the mood swings and just your emotions in general. I gave up booze and then felt like my emotions were dialed up to a 10, especially in the very beginning. There was a lot going on with me and a lot of changes happening and I felt super on edge with especially with the people that were closest to me. And this is something that's very common, especially in early sobriety. And there's a number of reasons why this might be the case. You're probably experiencing a whole lot of chemical imbalances. You might be going through varying degrees of withdrawal, depending on how much you were drinking and how often you were drinking. You're probably experiencing a whole lot of change in your lifestyle and your identity. You might be having changes in your friendships. And on top of all of that, in the very beginning, your sleep is disrupted. So 
it can be a lot more difficult to deal with our emotions. And if you are anything like me and you're used to dealing with emotions and using alcohol as a coping mechanism and as a way to drink over your feelings, after doing that for years and years and years, whenever I took alcohol out the picture, I really did have to relearn how to cope with difficult feelings and emotions in a healthy way that didn't come with all of the consequences of drinking copious amounts of alcohol. So finding new coping skills for tough emotions is going to be absolutely key whenever you take alcohol out of the picture or start to get some distance from it and have some grace with yourself here. If you're having tough emotions and having a hard time dealing with your feelings, be gentle with yourself. If you're going through a lot of changes right now, you might not have the best tools in your toolbox whenever it comes to coping with tough emotions. So you do have to be a little bit graceful with yourself and remember that you're going through a lot of big changes right now and it's up to you to come up with some new coping skills. For me, this looked like having to go back to therapy and learning how to deal with some emotions in healthy ways, but also it had a lot to do with getting better at recognizing what I was experiencing and not just having a tough emotion come up and wanting to get rid of it. I had to get better at whenever the tough emotion would come up, I'd start feeling irritable. I had to start looking at what was going on with me. Is this something that is bothering me that I haven't communicated well? Have I been getting enough sleep and food and exercise? Am I having some type of conflict that I'm not addressing? Is there something that I'm being triggered about that I maybe need to do some journaling about? I feel like for the longest time, whenever I was drinking, I just sort of ignored my emotions because alcohol made that really easy to do. And now that I don't have drinking as a coping mechanism, I really had to get curious about the things that I experience and the emotions that come up for me and what I can do in order to cope with those and not necessarily trying to constantly change how I feel. And that's a huge part of sobriety and practicing like healthy sobriety for me and emotional sobriety is recognizing that it's unrealistic to expect yourself to be happy and content and just happy-go-lucky all of the time. Like that's unrealistic. And for me, I had to realize like, it's okay to have bad days and they're going to happen. And not all of the emotions that I experience are going to be positive and that is okay. Like now I can experience sort of the range of emotions in a different way. Whereas before I was always using alcohol to constantly only be experiencing positive emotions. I was chasing that feel good experience all of the time instead of allowing myself to have negative experiences as well. So having realistic expectations with your emotions is important. Learning how to address them and cope with them in healthy ways is going to be key. And also being gentle with yourself, recognizing that your body and brain is going through a lot whenever you decide to take alcohol out of the picture, especially if you were drinking as much as I was. Um, You're going to have a lot of changes going on and you can't expect yourself to be a pro at dealing with all of these changes, especially right in the beginning. So if you're experiencing a lot of irritability and mood swings and just feeling overwhelmed with your emotions in general, know that this is normal and this is something that you're going to get better at dealing with over time as long as you're proactive about gaining some new tools and some new coping mechanisms whenever it comes to dealing with those emotions. And I think another important piece to mention here too is communication. 
I have the really bad tendency to shut down and get really quiet whenever I'm going through difficult things. And what that would do is it would leave the people close to me wondering like, what is going on with you? Like, why are you acting so different? And I would not really communicate well with what I was experiencing. And so communication I've learned is so key. Just even being able to communicate like, hey, I'm having a really tough day. I just need some space to process. Or, you know, I'm really not feeling like myself today and also taking accountability, like apologizing whenever I let my emotions and irritability come out the wrong way and affect the people around me that I care about. Recognizing when that's what was going on and apologizing, you know, quickly about it and not letting what was going on with me negatively affect the people around me. I think that communicating your experience and letting the people around you know what's going on is going to make the whole thing a lot better because you're going to have some understanding on their part. If you don't explain it or communicate what you're going through, it can be difficult for the people around you to understand, especially if it's not something they've dealt with themselves. So I think communication is really key when it comes to dealing with your emotions and it affecting your relationships and the people around you. Another thing that I think is really important when it comes to dealing with difficult emotions and sobriety is learning more positive coping skills. So for me, irritability has probably been the number one thing that I've struggled with, just feeling very on edge a lot of the times. And I know that this has a lot to do with my anxiety, but some things that I have gotten in the habit of practicing whenever this comes up is going for walks, hitting the gym, getting my body moving, really letting off some of that steam that I might let build up. Um, journaling helps a lot just to understand like what is going on in the moment and what's really bothering me. Because a lot of the times I feel like I can start feeling irritable and I'm not even really sure what it is that's bothering me. So journaling has really helped me to slow down and really write out the thoughts that I'm having that are maybe causing me to feel a lot of the friction um, and a lot of irritability and getting curious about what it is that's bothering me. And is this something that I can, is there anything I can do in the moment to help soothe myself? And so getting in the habit of doing these things has really helped me in my sobriety and not feeling so overwhelmed by the irritability and the mood swings. And then also just having some love for myself and recognizing like you're going through a lot of changes right now. It's okay if you don't have a huge smile on your face 24 seven. And it's okay that you might need to take some extra time and some extra steps to take care of yourself right now. And another thing that can be really important too is getting better at listening to your needs and figuring out what it is you need from yourself, especially in early sobriety. And I talk more about listening to your needs and addressing your needs in episode five. So if you want to hear more about that, definitely go give that one a listen. Okay. Shitty thing number three that you might be experiencing in sobriety, boredom. Boredom was a very difficult thing that I had to learn how to deal with, especially like in the very beginning of quitting drinking, because if you're used to using alcohol as your main source of entertainment, when you take that out of the picture, you might be experiencing a lot of boredom. This is what at least happened for me. And this is not only because you are used to using drinking as a way to entertain yourself, but also because drinking and recovering from drinking takes up a lot of time. So whenever you start exploring sobriety and you start getting some distance away from alcohol, you're probably going to recognize that there are way more hours in the day. 
And what are you going to do with all of this extra time? And all of the extra time is also coupled with the fact that your brain is not getting these artificial highs from drinking anymore. So you can start to feel like normal activities aren't as pleasurable or as exciting as getting super smashed with alcohol. So especially in the beginning, it can take some time for your brain to rebalance and you might be experiencing a little bit of a pleasure deficit. This is something that I experienced and it can be really discouraging if you don't know that that's what's going on and that it will pass. With time, normal things are going to start to feel pleasurable again. You're going to start getting more natural highs. But right in the beginning, if you're used to having these crazy dopamine and serotonin spikes from using alcohol, it's expected that whenever you take that out of the way, Going for walks in the park is not going to give you quite the same boost, right? So I think having some realistic expectations is going to be really important whenever it comes to dealing with boredom, especially in early sobriety. So two things that I think are really important when it comes to dealing with it are going to be curiosity and patience. Get curious about the new things you want to try the new experiences that you want to have, and the ways that you're going to spend your time. If you have been drinking with your free time and you all of a sudden take that away, you might not know how you want to spend your time now, and that's fine. I think that any form of creativity can be really healing in sobriety, and if you're like, well, I'm not creative at all because I used to say that too, go take a class or think back to whenever you were a kid, what were the things that you did before you started using alcohol as a way to fill your time? What were the things that you did for fun? What were the ways that you were creative? What were the things that used to get you excited? I know for me, like there were a couple of things in my childhood that I loved doing, photography being one of them. Like I used to remember my aunt passed down a camera to me and I used to use photography as a creative outlet for a really long time. And then as I started drinking, I stopped picking up my camera as much. Now I found like a newfound love for taking photos again. You have to get curious about the ways that you're going to spend your time once you take drinking out of the picture because you're going to have a whole lot more of it. How are you going to address the boredom? And not that boredom is something we always need to run away from, but I do think that it can be really beneficial whenever you start getting some distance away from booze to find ways to deal with boredom and find things that are going to be entertaining for you and ways that you can fill your time. And the second thing that I think can be really important when it comes to dealing with boredom is having patience. Like I said, your brain is going through a lot of changes. It's adjusting. It's trying to rebalance itself. And it might take some time for normal things to seem as exciting and pleasurable as they once did. You might experience a little bit of doom and gloom. I experienced this too, especially in the very beginning. And it was very frustrating because I wanted to just be super excited and happy without alcohol. And Things really didn't seem quite as pleasurable in the very beginning, but have patience because this is going to pass. Your brain is going to rebalance yourself and it takes it takes time. It takes a different amount of time for everyone, depending on a number of factors like how much you were drinking, how long you were drinking for, you know, your biology. It's very dependent on you and your individual circumstance, but you just have to be patient because over time, normal things are going to be exciting again and your brain is going to rebalance itself. So just have some patience. And if you're experiencing some boredom in the beginning, know that this is totally normal. 
Okay, the fourth shitty thing that you might be experiencing in early sobriety, or even if you've been sober for a while, is loneliness. And this is something that I really, really struggled with for a long time because I I think I already have the tendency to kind of be a loner. So whenever and whenever I was drinking, I felt like because I was constantly drinking with people, it kind of felt like I was less alone because you're partaking and you're feeling sort of a part of whenever you're drinking a lot with people. But whenever I stopped drinking, I really started to struggle with loneliness. And it was sort of this feeling like frustrated that other people were still able to drink and I had to not have it. And it was kind of like this pity party that I threw for myself for a while. Um, And this was just part of my experience. I was having to grieve my old lifestyle in a lot of ways. And this was challenging because there were parts of booze that I really did miss. And I think that it's dishonest. It would be dishonest of me to act like I quit alcohol and everything became great and I never missed any of it. No, like I had to grieve parts of that lifestyle that, you know, no longer served me, but I did miss parts of it, especially the sense of camaraderie that comes with partying with people. And I was having to also let go of a lot of friendships and relationships and situations that didn't serve me anymore. And this also led to the loneliness. And this is something you probably will experience if you haven't already is just naturally pulling away from people that no longer align with what you're trying to do. And ultimately, you're going through a lot of changes and a lot of people around you probably won't understand the depth of what you're doing and the depth of change that you're experiencing. And this in early sobriety, especially can really create a sense of loneliness, especially if you don't have a community or people around you that understand what you're going through. And I've always harp on the importance of community because of this exact reason, like feeling lonely sucks and feeling like no one understands you is a pretty good recipe to want to go back to drinking. And this is something I experienced, just like a deep sense of loneliness because I lacked community and friendship for a really long time. And sometimes you can be the only person not boozing. And this can make you feel like you're not a part of the group or you're not participating in the same way. And this creates a whole sense of loneliness. So I think that it's important whenever you start getting some distance away from booze to find people, even if it's just one person that you can connect with in a really deep and genuine way, find one person that you can talk to about what you're going through. Having someone that can listen and understands and can relate can really mitigate a lot of the loneliness that you might be experiencing whenever you start to get some distance away from booze. And another thing that has really helped me in dealing with loneliness is getting better at being alone. Whenever I was drinking all the time, most of my alone time was spent hungover. So I felt really shitty whenever I had any time alone. And so whenever I stopped drinking and had all of this alone time, I had to sort of reteach myself how to be alone with myself. And it was pretty uncomfortable in the beginning, but after spending more time alone and engaging in new activities and learning how to show up for myself, I really started to enjoy my alone time a lot more. And I think this came with just getting better at being alone and learning how to interact with yourself on a one-on-one basis. And this can be really helpful if you're experiencing a lot of alone time and sobriety is 
looking at how you're spending your time with yourself. What are you doing? What are the types of activities you're doing? You know, how are you talking to yourself? That was a huge one for me is getting better at talking to myself. These things can really help you to feel less lonely. If you value your alone time and start to get better at spending time alone, you're not going to be as plagued by that sense of loneliness. And then the other thing that I think is important is to just start building a community. Like you really have to start surrounding yourself with people that get you and you have to start building a better support network. And this is not something that happens overnight. Like for me, I'm still trying to work on finding friends and finding community and having people around me that understand what I'm going through and support me because it is so common whenever you stop drinking to recognize that a lot of your friends actually don't support your decision to not drink. Right. And a lot of your friends might still want you to drink with them and it's nothing bad on them. But for me, I had to start taking a look at the quality of my relationships and were they helping me get to where I wanted to be? Were they supportive of what I wanted to accomplish? So if you're experiencing a lot of loneliness and sobriety, you are not alone in that. I think that this is so common and I just want to encourage you to be proactive about finding friends that support you, having conversations with people that you care about, finding some type of community that is going to support you. There's so many resources online. I mean, there's AA, which is pretty much like everywhere. Like that could be a good way that you might be able to find community. Um, You can join my online community. Sober Culture um, is growing a community for people that are trying to change their relationship to alcohol. But there are a number of online communities if you don't necessarily have in-person access to sober networks. Look online because it is it can be so game changing to connect with other people that are dealing with a lot of the same things that you are and can offer support for whenever things get tough, too, because, you know, as much as I love my mom, she doesn't always understand what I'm going through whenever it comes to difficulties and sobriety. And although I love calling her and she's always super supportive it's not the same as having someone who also deals with the same issues and can relate to me and help me feel less alone in that. So if you're struggling with sobriety, hang in there, have some patience with yourself and be proactive about finding a community or even if it's just one person that you can talk to and help make you feel more connected. All right, guys, that is all that I have for this episode. Just in summary, we talked about four difficult things that you might be experiencing in sobriety. So if you're going through getting sober, getting distance from booze, and you're experiencing some discomfort and awkwardness, irritability, mood swings, loneliness, or boredom, know that you are not alone. And these things are totally normal. It's going to pass. It's going to get easier to deal with. And as long as you're being proactive about dealing with them, it's not going to feel as tough as it does right now, a few months down the road. Be patient with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Recognize that you're going through a lot of changes right now. Your body and brain are going through a lot of rebalancing. You're growing and no one expects you to do this perfectly. Also remember that we are not supposed to feel great all the time. This is unrealistic and we shouldn't expect that of ourselves. If you're experiencing negative emotions, you're experiencing some negative experiences, 
keep in mind that this is all a part of the journey and we have to experience the lows in order to appreciate the highs. Life is going to be a spectrum of experiences and emotions. It's not supposed to be great all the time, but there are things that we can do to help mitigate some of these negative sides of sobriety. So I hope that this episode was helpful. And if you're enjoying the podcast, consider sending it to a friend so that we can help more people to change their relationship to booze please consider leaving a five-star rating and review. And I'm also going to leave some links down in the show notes if you want to join our online community, if you want to join the weekly newsletter. I send out little weekly sober nuggets and some resources every week. I promise I won't blow up your inbox. Um, And also, if you want to follow along on Instagram, you can check us out at Sober Culture Podcast on Instagram and at Sober Culture on TikTok. All right, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this little bit of sober culture and that you're doing well wherever you're tuning in from. And I will catch you guys in the next episode.